When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Hello and welcome to the Churros e Tacticas podcast where we are here on a Tuesday and uh, I am your host Kian Sabani and I am joined by my great friend, podcast host, wingman. He is the Batman to my Robin, Diego Lorin. Diego, how are you, my friend? Good, 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 good. You That's know, it? Just we, good? we got little time. We have very little good. Time. It's it's you know we're Tuesday in the middle of the week. There's things going on. We got to move fast. Things are popping. Uh, La Liga's not stopping. Ain't no dropping. I'm hip hopping, and we got to get into it. Uh, there's just no time for any small talk, I guess. In about twenty, less than twenty five minutes, I have to log on to Zidane's press conference, and there you go. It's a big yeah. week for Madridistas, of course. It's a big week. Very um, big week. So, I there was a no, there was zero part of me actually who thought I was gonna um, thought I was gonna do a longer intro today. I kind of knew I was gonna do the intro after we beat Osasuna because by math and all that stuff, we are gonna be yeah. ahead of you even if you win at the Mestaya. But I felt like there was a little part of me that I could have done a little bit of a longer intro if Valencia didn't suck so bad, but. Um, that wasn't the case, and Barcelona came up with a pretty good W. And this league title race is just getting more interesting by the day. Unfortunately, yep. Sevilla are down and out for the count after oh, the loss. That's, that bums me out, Keon. Oh. Why does it bum you out? That bums me out. Because, you know, like it bums any Kule out, because now our sort of you know perception of, of, of the, their mindset going into this crucial match on Sunday is it's over with anyway we can't beat madrid and you know still be in the league title race i hope they don't and sevilla prove me wrong sevilla's give me a reason to believe why you will go into that match on sunday con garra with the fangs hanging out and will still fight for a chance to win the league title or at least give a good fight to madrid and beat them in the di stefano on sunday 9 well, p.m. On. Central European time. If they win that game, they're all of a sudden on 73 points again. And then they're only three points back of Atleti. Look, are they going to win the they league have title to go after, for it. after that loss? Probably not. But 
you know, they're, they're not like out of it to the point where they're just going to lay down and die. No, for sure. Um, no, no. And I, I just hope that they're not demoralized by this defeat because it was a big defeat. It was also the way it happened last second, the, the space they allowed yeah. in, uh, in Yaki on that goal. Um, interesting when Valencia went up 1-0 against Barca, a lot of Real Madrid fans said, this is bad for us. Because if Barca lose this game, yeah. and they won't there feel was incentivized that to beat Atleti, and mm-hmm. also because mm-hmm. they won't mm-hmm. want Real Madrid to win the title, so they'll lose against Atleti on purpose. How do you feel about yeah. that? Do you think there's any accuracy in that? Not against Atleti. No, no, there, there shouldn't be. There is obviously, that. I mean, and I addressed that on the podcast last week, that there is this sort of more conflict that we're dealing with at the moment where basically any more drop points, you know, would be giving the title more or, or taking away points rather from Atletico as well is is giving more options, of course, for Madrid still to be in the race. And that is, uh, you know, a conflict. That is a, something that we have to deal with. And I know that narrative went around Madridistas uh, on social media. I think it kind of stemmed, if I'm not mistaken, from Roncero, who kind of, again, uh, you know, I, I, nobody watches Chiringuito, yet everybody still seems to, or at least I should just speak for myself, I'm still up to date with little quotes here and there, things that get said on uh, the show, because mainly because Marca and us actually just, and sometimes sport as well, put clips of it on their uh, website. Uh, so you, you, I heard about this narrative, and, and look, it's partially true, what can I say? Um, yeah, defeat against Valencia would have, after losing against Granada, mind you, two defeats in a row, going into the the, the, the match against Atletico de Madrid, the league leaders, uh, who are still in, you know, obviously with a very good chance to winning La Liga, if anything better than Madrid or Barca, uh, just by mathematics and, and, and league standings at the moment. So... <laughs> Uh, well, what, but, I'm going, but, this is a long way. This is a long way of me saying yes. Okay, yes, yes. But I don't want to say yes. What if Florentino showed up to the camp now with a with a maleta? <laughs> maletin, As, maletin. That would. For, I mean, that would flow. be a first, right? Laporta yeah, would must. be like, "Yeah, we need this. Give, give us, give us." <laughs> you know what? Nice doing uh, business with you. So. Listen, this is an incredible La Liga season, all things considered. The way this it's crazy. is ending, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's so much it's fun. Very, I'm so very happy. Crazy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy yeah, it's to good. be invested in the springtime in football like this. So it's a good sign. Even if it ends yeah. in like last second heartbreak, I'm just glad to have felt this adrenaline and rush at the end. You know what I mean? It's good. Yeah. It's nothing like previous seasons where, yeah, uh, oftentimes, you know, league champions were uh, consolidated or won leagues with, with 10 or more plus points um, and decided well before the last match day. You know, this is going to go down to the wire. And it's not just Madrid or Barca for them, which makes it all the more special as well, of course. The fact yeah. that our four teams still in La Lucha, in the fight for the league title. It's exciting and it makes every match uh, all the more of a nail biter. It makes the manner of course and wins or points are obtained all the more um yeah, exciting and also uh, uh, uh <laughs> the way Madrid got the points against Osasuna. It's one of those again where Kules is just kind of slapping our heads and going only Madrid or and especially on Zizou can like Casimiro stumble into a goal. <laughs> Get out of here. 
Because <laughs> that was not meant. I barely remember what happens to be in that a game. Truth. This is where my well, mind course, is at right now. Of course, because it's not much to see. It was, I mean, I guess I enjoyed the first half more uh, of Madrid. There was, there seemed to be more there. I, I, you enjoyed it more that, because Rodrigo. we didn't score in that first half. Yeah. <laughs> At halftime, I was like, "Man, can we well not said. leave this like the ninetieth minute? Because we need to, we need to get out here with a W, whatever." It hurts Kules more. Trust me, seeing you get like goals, um, as I guess it hurts Madridistas more to see Barca grab nail biters and come back. Hey, when, when Suler scored that ridiculous rocket, though, it, again we have to we we just cannot win a match without suffering. It, it still ended. Uh, up, you guys had you know, with us suffering. It was a beautiful goal, but let's like look. Let's talk about that Valencia Barca game um, before I run out of time. Just talking about nonsense right now. Um, yes, true. What were your impressions of that game? Um, I thought this was relatively comfortable Barcelona performance. I know that's kind of weird to say, given that they went down a goal. Uh, hmm. I actually wasn't really impressed with Bar- with Valencia in this game, and I think it was a it was clear to me from the get go especially early on in this game, like the gulf in quality between two teams. Valencia couldn't really string any passes together facing that Barca press and counter press. And their defense um, wasn't really good. I mean, they, they they had like even people like Paulista letting Araujo run into the box way too easily. Still, it's not to make a big save. And... Um, and Araujo, that's what he does, man. That don't we finally have somebody with aerial abilities that is a threat, and also with good, uh, uh, you know, forget he he was a midfielder, you know, in the younger in the cadete side. That. So, yeah, yeah, he's got he's got uh, he's got skills. This boy, don't forget that bicycle kick. He's, he's he has scoring abilities. That's what I'm saying. He's got ta- attacking abilities. So that and just like Tony Lato drove me nuts in this game with all of his giveaways, all of his mistakes. A Lato game to was, forget from yeah. him. Um, Annoying. But I do think like, you know, just given the fact that they have Guedes and Soler really, he's so hit or miss these days. But, you know, just having like players like like them in the team, there's always room that they can do something in transition. Um, of course. Mm. I'm. I, I wish Musa was like starting this game. I think Musa actually would have been able to do more damage um, to Barca than the players that were on the field. And even like Guedesh, he he should have scored in this game. Um, and had like that 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 play that just before Valencia scored on the corner, right? He hmm. just. He 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 burns PK and uh, I think he should have done better on the finish. I, I think he messed that up a little, but you know we forgive him because Valencia who was this? In the next what? corner. Guedesh. Who was this? Who Guedes? Oh, yeah. you mean when he's alone in front of? Um, yeah, which leads to the corner, stadium? which leads to Valencia scoring anyway. So it wasn't a right, big deal. Right, but... right, right. But he does it. He takes it with his right, his right foot. If I don't, yeah, he takes it with his right, and it's an awkward one where he's off balance and. I don't understand why you wouldn't finish with uh, your left foot in that situation. You know what I mean? I think that would have been more natural. You know what? Uh, and he probably would have gotten a better shot off as well. You know what struck me in this game? Not only on that sequence, mm. but on a couple of other occasions, how slow PK is. Like, even him, like, sprinting back is like, dude, what? Like, it's just, like, overnight. He was never mm. the fastest guy, but certainly he was never, like, he's he's struggling out there, I find, like, just keeping up with players. Maybe I mean he he's had a string of injuries, of course, and he's on the wrong side of thirties. Uh, that said, I mean I'm not I cannot criticize Piquet 
uh, is defending his defending over that of other defenders that again, uh, you know, led to encajar, led to uh, receive, concede the one nil. Uh, uh, it's it was a poor showing from Longley, unfortunately. Uh, once again, you know that that one nil came from an individual error, un despiste, right? Uh, a moment of uh, 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 brain shortage where he doesn't keep up with uh, with his defender and and you know therefore allows the easy one one nil. Really, obviously, Morter Stegen going to the ground as well. There's like a, a pick being set on him, uh, which doesn't. I I don't know why that wasn't reviewed by VAR, but um, anyway. But I I think you're taken away also from the excellent you know opening minutes of Barca where they displayed right off the bat some some excellent combination football passing skills yeah no, uh, that, you know was I, it I, Messi Griezmann De Jong to Pedri and if Pedri would be able to finish better uh, you know Barca would have been out one nil after what is it like two three minutes already that was a thing of beauty yep um, uh, they, as yeah. well as more that's well that's why I said like the golf and class between these two teams and quality between these two teams were so apparent to me and in, in especially in the opening frame and Valencia grew a little bit into this um but you know you spoke about the Pedro chance and then they also had the big Araujo chance I think it was from a corner or a free kick I can't remember a free kick yeah yeah messy free kick yeah and uh and you know, throughout the games Pedri actually missed like two pretty pretty big chances Messi himself had Pedri missed chances. two big ones yeah so they were the better team and it wasn't really even close to me. Um, but hmm. they, you know, Valencia also had that moment in the first half where Araujo gets his pocket picked by Gaia, I think it was. And Gaia gets a shot hmm. in the box all of a sudden and he scuffs that one too. But overall, I, these two teams weren't even close to each other to me. Like it wasn't even close. Like Valencia were just so inferior. And uh, they did capitalize on one transition sequence, which led to a set piece goal. And then a Carlos Soler absolute freak goal. But other than that, they didn't really do much. So, Kind of reminded me Messi's goal against PSG. It's just one of those unstoppable rockets um, where you just like, take a bow, son. Take a bow, son. Well, that what do you think was beauty. more impressive? Messi's free kick or Soler's goal? Soler, Soler. I like really? those kind of goals in transition. Yeah, yeah. Moving where you're just like... <laughs> You just see, you know, it's got that already, the momentum of being dri- the ball being dribbled. It's like next level. It's uh, Benji and... Uh, Benji, Oliver Benji. Oliver Benji. No, 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 manga, Oliver, ben- Oliver Benji. Oh, sorry. But you know what? Messi's free oh. kick was... Uh, sorry for not understanding the reference. But so... so that, uh, Messi- I can't believe you don't know Oliver Benji, man. It's like, you know, manga, Japanese manga, where the ball's like... It's real dramatic, and and not just when you don't recognize that at all, where they kick the, they do like a, f- a bicycle kick, jump in the air, do three flips, then kick ball with like massive power. The ball's like like it was yeah, coming yeah. off the ball. Okay, I've seen no? stuff like that before. I don't know yeah, their well, names that, and stuff. I mean, that's incredible. Fan that's that's what those names. kind of kicks, kind of like Dragon Ball Z type mm-hmm. stuff. Yes, yes, yes. But yes, soccer, similar, similar. yeah. Um, the free exactly. kicks are really any goal, but especially free kicks that go inside the post are just so breathtaking yeah. to me. I don't know. Because even though yeah. it's not always intentional, just the accuracy required to hit it so perfectly where that's the threshold of like a goalkeeper cannot stop this. It's impossible. And it's, it's not impossible. going out of yeah, bounds. Yeah, yeah, it's just sure. in that perfect spot where like it's just unstoppable. Um, 
So where you just see the goalkeeper looking at it, bing, and like hitting the post and going in, going fuck. Yeah, there's nothing you can do in that situation. Um, mm. So it's still amazing to me how Messi <laughs> it makes free kicks looks like free look like free throws, and penalties is just not like it, it, it's. It, he prefers to take free kicks than penalties. I want somebody to ask him that question in, a, in the next time there's an interview. Do you prefer to take free kicks or penalties? Just let's see what he says. I I'm do guarantee think we, you he would say free kicks. I do think we have to take a minute to appreciate what we're seeing from him from free kicks. I, I don't think it's ever... 50, this is, 50 goals. It's unprecedented in football history, I think. I, I don't know if that's 100% accurate. I don't think there's ever been anyone who's been hitting them like this. I mean, like we take... We think back to like Mihailovic at his peak and Beckham at his peak, mm. uh, Juninho at his peak, Cristiano Ronaldo at his there peak. There were many. There were many. Like Ronaldinho. there were times where those aforementioned players, like Uman. you'd be sweating, like if you were facing that. Like that's, it's like a free throw mm. for them, like you said. But nothing on this scale where like when anytime Messi steps up, it's like, holy shit, this is like 50 50 chance of going in from that zone. It's incredible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was a while, like he was on a bit of drought, and I'm happy to to have seen him uh, find his form again with an absolute beauty. I think it's like I said, it's 50 free kick goals now for Barca. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, astounding number, and and like you said, it's always a, th- a threat. I mean, it's for many where as well. Um, Messi's always 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 has a chance to to put it in. The the one, if you'd ask me, what is your standout Messi free kick? The one that impressed you the most. Probably and if many seasons ago now, we're talking, I think, was it 2011-12 when he scored that free kick from the left side outside of the box, um, really from a more crossing position. And he just sort of steps up to it and almost catches, I don't think it was even Oblak in goal. Who was it in goal? Was it Courtois? I think it was Courtois in goal. Uh, and just puts it over the wall, like ridiculously high. It goes... And then takes this awkward bend and goes, just basically goes over Coutois and in this impossible corner, ends up at the bottom right corner, right? And everybody's just stunned because it was just, wait, did you, did you, did that just happened? You know, you see fans looking at themselves and obviously the players just being amazed and stunned at, at, at this. Do you, you know what I'm, uh, the one I'm talking about? No. Sounds great. Oh, though. man. Oh, it's a beauty. It's a beauty. I'm going to look like it up you, and post you, it on uh, Churros and Tacticas Twitter. You're going to uh, remember that probably better than I would, obviously. But uh, do you remember the Juninho one against Barca in the Champions League? I remember a lot of Juninho's ones. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. It was like from almost half and just he just hits it and it just dips and swerves mm-hmm. like 300 mm-hmm. different directions before mm-hmm. going in. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. From a pure aesthetic point of view. He was a specialist. View, I really enjoyed from the pure aesthetic point of view, Juninho's free kicks. Just because like it was just like a laser. It didn't like arc or it didn't like it wasn't the curling ones. It was just a laser that dipped. It was like a mm-hmm. it was a missile. Like and, and that could be yeah. like remote controlled almost in the air. It's incredible. Yeah. Um Ronaldo would have some of those. Uh, Cristiano, I should say, should, uh, had some of those sometimes as well. Cristiano Especially when they started to peak. fuck around with the ball. And when they started to fuck around with the ball, and, and remember the ball was different, or the the the, the weight, or um, something of the textura, I don't remember. But 
it was like a perfect swivel ball and all the players were protesting it as well it was, uh, during the euros that they introduced it or the world cup fuck no i don't remember world i think it was world cup 2002 uh where possibly the goalkeepers it was like a, it was a were complaining because you could yeah, just yeah, not yeah. predict where the ball was going it was just like right. a balloon yeah 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 well I don't know. I'm gonna put look at the Messi one up. What was your what's your since we're on the topic of Messi? I mean the one that stands out for you from Messi, favorite free kicks. He must have scored against the Real Madrid from a free kick, no? I feel like I would have remembered if he did. I look, Messi hasn't scored against Real Madrid in like decades. In a while. Nice. Hasn't it been Take no, it no hasn't it, it been like his record is amazing. Don't like him and Cristiano Ronaldo have the same amount of goals in the Clásico since Ronaldo left or something like that? <laughs> it's, it is something astounding like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something staggering. Uh, yeah. I don't remember any free kicks. Uh, here we go. Messi's him. rocket free kick against Real Madrid. Uh, here we go. What I'm year was it? One up. Uh, let me see. October 12th. It's uploaded the video. Uh, 2017, but this game, let me see from when is this game? Well, this I don't sounds know. Completely you know. Fabricated. Huh? This sounds completely fabricated. It's not fabricated. What, what are you talking about? I'm watching it right now. The score is Barca won, Real Madrid won. Barca are wearing, Neymar is still there. They're wearing that, that shirt that is basically kind of the, the red part there's a blue red blue it was when they were making fun that our jersey looked like the psg jer jersey you remember that year yeah that that probably was um, 2017 then wasn't it possibly man i mean shit yeah i guess that's I me mean, that four years ago now time time is a becomes a blur the older i get man i don't remember it's many in the come, no it's, a, it's the, in the 60th though. minute it's barca won real madrid won casillas is in goal no hombre, it's just, casillas is in goal that's way before 2017 Right? Casillas didn't yeah. leave in 27. Churros. I will say, the honestly, the only classical free kick that I remember vividly is Roberto Carlos against you guys. I think it was in 2000. Um, and Roberto Ooh, Carlos like never oh, scored those free kicks because he just kept on missing and missing and missing all the ones he took. But the ones that he mm -hmm. took that went in were just so breathtaking because, again, he his method was like you just step up and you just blast a bullet. And hope for the best. And so when mm -hmm. that bullet somehow makes its way through, it looks incredible. Mm -hmm. But 99% of the time, it looks terrible. Um, we should talk about Are the rest Are you in of the chat? Yeah. Are you in the Zoom chat? Oh, I just I just sent you the link in case you're interested in a Zoom chat. All right. I'll have a look at it in a uh, Yeah, second, we, need, but in, for we need to talk purposes, about... Yeah. Of course, of course. Um, so... We need to... Uh, go on, go on. Sorry. Well, just that Villarreal had a big win this weekend. Because them and Real Batista mm. and Real Sociedad. I mean, we talk about the top four right now. Just who the race to not be the one who misses on the Europa League spot between Real Sociedad, Villarreal, and Real, Real Betis is really, really tight. Real yeah. Betis are such a weird team because they're the only team in the top seven that have a negative goal difference. Um, They're just... They haven't won in so long they're drawing everything the last five games have been draws um the last time they won was back in march 19th against levante they've they've drawn five straight no they've drawn six straight sorry 
So um, they're just kind of trying to stay afloat in the Europeans, but they're right there. So that's uh, that's an interesting storyline brewing. And um, and but well, it's a move up from win. where they were in previous seasons for them. I mean, that's that's the other reality. I think of definitely. You know, Nabil Fakir. I think probably started out the season well and has been disappointing many uh, throughout the season. But at the end of the day, they're in the fight for Europa. And you know, sometimes our expectations uh, for Betis, I think, are too high based on their history, based on, you know, their own objectives and, and how critical their fans are. But, you know, they're standing in La Lucha. They're in the fight for Europe and they're better than they are, you know, several seasons, uh, since several seasons. And they've been building up to this. It's, um, uh, I think re- expectations have to be realistic as well. Uh, and with all the draws and, and perhaps instability, they are there, there at the moment and then they uh, need to, they have something to build on. Um, you know, Nabil Fekir was wowing us uh, at the beginning of the season and, and parts of last season as well. I think he's a very talented footballer. Um, Joaquin, you know, is is still there, of course, as well. Uh, Canales is is being called up for the national Spanish national side. Uh, he's a fantastic player that that uh, is luckily enough has been managed to be keeping healthy as well. Um, so you know, qué más quieren, coño? Qué más quieren? What else do they want? They also have um, the easiest remaining schedule out of those three teams. C has got the hardest, that's for sure. They've got Barca. I think have the easiest of the four. Not to no, go back to I, the I'm talking about that. like the 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 Europa League spot between Real Sociedad, right, 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 Via right. Real, and Real Betis. Real Betis have the easier right, right, schedule right, of yeah. the three. Um, I also uh-huh. think this is an underrated, maybe not underrated, because probably people are talking about it to some degree, but. This is a good landing spot for Danny Ceballos to return to Betis. I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a good one. We have to go shout. in less than two minutes. Do you have anything Atletico. else? Atletico. Okay. Come on. Atletico. Well, they're still the league leaders. They yes. won. Sufrieron mucho. They suffered a lot. Uh, Marcos Llorente they shouldn't have suffered goal. I think they deserved the, the, you know first half they had clinical chances and bigger misses or stops but uh, you know I think that they they were unlucky really to have to suffer so much uh, because with all the talent it seems that they continue to be a team that, that is, you know it's hard for them to score uh, despite the talent they have but it shouldn't have been this hard because uh, again, in the first half, you know, they had plenty of shots, uh, good chances. Second half let them down. We see this from other teams as well. And fucking, um, you know, what was it? Elche held on for dear life and even had a chance to win it in the end, which was, you know, a heart attack for, uh, of course, uh, Colchoneros. And what's surprising to me is that, you know, how, how we're, we've just grown accustomed to Joao Felix being, uh, you know, a bench player now and coming off the bench when, you know, a lot more was expected from him. There's 120 million that went into him and he, he just comes off the bench now. That's that's how Simeone likes to set his team up. Yeah, we'll see uh, how he'll grow into the team in the, in the next couple of years. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a storyline that I didn't see coming for sure in the first half of the season, given the way he was playing as a starter. Uh, Diego, we got to wrap it up, my man. Uh, wrap it up. In, enjoy Champions League tonight. Enjoy Champions League tomorrow. I hope you. I hope you tonight. Don't enjoy tonight's going to decide whether Neymar will or not come back to Barca this summer. That's All another right. storyline. You heard it here first. All right. Thanks, Diego. Take care, my friend.
Bye. Peace. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.